Hello and welcome to the CEO Blind Spots Show, where leaders reveal their blind spots and best practices. I'm your host, Birgit Camps, and today's guest is Sam Palozzo, who is the founder and CEO of Tip of the Spears Ventures, and that is a global private equity firm where half of their focus provides venture funding for early stage entrepreneurs and M&A activities, and the other half is focused on their consulting services. Sam, you are also the author of five books, and you've been invited to speak at companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Starbucks, GM, even the Department of Defense and Harvard Business School. Anyway, welcome to the show, Sam. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, well, when I was going to share some of your successes, I had a hard time narrowing it down to the top two or three. When you wrote your first book called The Influential Leader, I realized that you were inspired to do that because you discovered some principles of influence and persuasion, which you applied at Toyota Lexus and helped them go from being number four to number one in the USA. So that was just one result you have. And then I looked at some other ones and I even know you're an advisory council or were for Southwest Airlines. You were with a startup technology company and grew it so successfully. And that's how you end up selling it and using that money to now help other entrepreneurs. And the the list goes on. But on top of that, I noticed you also founded a nonprofit called the Javelin Institute. And you provide income to leaders who are experiencing family hardship in the form of death, disease, divorce, or drugs. So I'm sure you have a whole story behind you. But will you please share with our leaders, what do you consider to be the reasons you've succeeded so well in life? Well, let me start out by saying thank you so much. It's hard to make an Italian guy blush. But I am, if you could see me now, I am in full on blush mode. I should, I, my only request would be at the holidays upcoming that you, as I enter the room, if you could announce to my family, like that, all that intro again, they would, they wouldn't know who I was. It sounds so impressive. No, thank you so much. I want to say that I'm a guy who just kind of has a good work ethic and it's the product of being from Italian American parents. My grandparents both were first immigrants to the US. They instilled in me a work ethic that has me maybe not be the fastest in the race, but one who doesn't give up. And if you could see a picture of me, you would know that I've banged my head against a wall so many times I've lost all of my hair. Uh, my daughters who are now young ladies Maybe it was part of having them that caused me to lose portions of it as well. But I think part of that don't give up attitude has permeated my journey in my mm -hmm. career. And it's really been something that is still part of the culture that I injected into Tip of the Spear Ventures when I founded the firm after that tech startup that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Well, I can see how that would be foundational for your success. I also happened to read that you gained your inspiration from the 19th century French chemist Louis Pasteur, who said, chance favors the prepared mind. <laughs> so Correct. how prepared are you for all your things? Yeah, I would like to say that we've got a pretty good idea. I'll give you a, a story about the tech startup. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that in planning to prepare is preparation to win and succeed. Our chairman of the board of the tech startup that I led, he gathered my partner and I together one night. And I remember it was a Thursday night. And this was a gentleman who was just a rock star. He came out of Wall Street was chairman of the board of our company and just a guy that I really admired and looked up to. He got my partner and I together and he said, let's pretend that you and I, all three of us, we're at the beginning of this tech startup. We've got a, we're on the shore of a river 
We've got to get across the river to the other side. Where do you think you'll end up? Mm. And me with my analytical accounting mind, I said, I think shortest distance between two points, A to B, we're going to go straight shot directly across the river. He looked at my partner and he said, where, where do you think we'll end up? And my partner was a U.S. Coast Guard Academy graduate, Wharton grad, just brilliant. He said, I'm going to take into account the current and wind and length of time at sea or in the river. I'm going to say we're going to end up downstream. We're probably going to go not directly across like Sam is saying, but probably somewhere downstream of there. And I remember the chairman of the board looked at both of us and he said, you're both wrong, which is, that's great confidence, right? And the two guys you've got leading and the million dollar tech startup. We we raised $8 million for that tech startup. And I said, what, what do you mean? And he said, you're both wrong because we don't know. You're, But I will say this much, we're going to get across this river or this stream. And so where it is we end up on the other shore is going to depend on all kinds of things. And I want you to think of our value proposition here at the organization, at the tech startup. The value proposition, it's going to really take a bounce. It's going to really root with some individuals. It's not going to root with others. And so based upon the market, who it is that we target, that traction moment, what it is that we can do to build in some new features and benefits for the clients, that's all going to depend and determine that other side of the riverbank where we end up. Mm -hmm. and, and I had that conversation a lot with the entrepreneurs that I work with about, hey, where, where are you at and where do you think you're going? And you're wrong because <laughs> there's so much at play. And mm. those at play moments are, go figure from an accounting perspective, things that are metrics, things that you need to key performance indicator manage to in order to succeed. So kind of a long answer to a short question, but that'll give you some logic or background into what it is I'm thinking. Yeah, what a great learning lesson. And that's a perfect lead in into at what point in your career did you discover you had a leadership blind spot? I, I think it was my first team leader assignment. I remember I was at General Motors. I was one of the first 200 folks that left and went down to the Spring Hill project that later became the Saturn division that subsequently, because of the 08 financial recession, folded. But I had got my first team leader assignment. And I remember the gentleman I reported to who was Marine Corps staff sergeant. He was just brutal on me. But I remember he looked at me and he said, Sam, I want you to remember one thing when it comes to leading others. Anybody can fire an individual. And I hadn't thought of the firing moment. It was something that was totally in my blind spot, or maybe it was maybe foresight that maybe I thought it would be easy to get rid of folks. But he looked at me and he said, here's what I mean by it, that normally people like working with people that are like themselves. So like, likes, like, if that's a nice way of putting it. The true leader, the best leaders figure out how to work with other people that aren't like themselves. So figure mm. that out. Mm. So again, he was brutal with me in every sense of the way. My father taught me how to be a great man, but this gentleman taught me how to be a really great business leader. Mm. And it is thanks to him. Wow. Yeah. The importance of having mentors. So I certainly appreciate you also now mentoring or contributing to other leaders who have been struggling since the pandemic. So as we start to wrap up the show and you you think about crises you've been through or crises that current leaders faced or predictable as they'll continue to face crises, 
What are one or two tips you have around how to make it through? Yeah, I'll give you four because it's the foundation of a business transformation self-assessment workbook. I know we'll put it in the show notes. You can get it by going to Tip of the Spear Ventures. This is a 37-page, 128-question, do-it-yourself, you can grow your business and transform it exponentially type of a guide. There's four key elements that we look at when we work with an organization and their leadership. The first one is strategy. You've got to have an architecture for where it is that you want to go, right? Without it, anything that you achieve is success. And you and I both know that is not the case. Mm -hmm. So you've got to have a strategy. The second layer or the second component is execution. You've got to have an execution strategy. So not only do you have to have a strategy strategy for where you're going to go, but an execution strategy for how you're going to get there, including contingency planning for when things go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Think back to my partner at the tech startup. What, where is the wind and the current and the market conditions going to blow you downstream? Mm-hmm. So yeah. the, that's the second item. First one, strategy. Second one, execution. The third key is cash generation. If nothing happens in an organization until you sell something, you better figure out how to sell and sell in volume because cash generation leads to cash flow management. And cash flow management is where 90% of the companies that I work with that are in trouble initially get themselves out of trouble by simply having better cash flow protocols. Mm-hmm. So strategy, execution, cash flow, the third one, and I know it sounds cliche, it is still true though, even in a post-pandemic, hopefully coming out of it moment, it's people. Mm-hmm. It's how it is that we take our talent and not only how we recruit them, but more importantly, how we onboard them and even more importantly, how we retain them. Mm-hmm. I know that right now there is a war for talent. We are knee deep in it as well because we are fighting with other private equity firms and consultancies on how it is that we can attract and retain top tier talent because we want A plus talent at mm-hmm. Tip of the Spear Ventures and every venture that we run, right? Yes. I can tell you this much, the smart organizations do the best job, not good, not adequate, but the best job when it comes down to recruiting, onboarding, and retaining their talent. So those are the four things that I'll share with you. Yes. Well, now what if after listening to this, I want you to invest in me? Do you <laughs> do you follow those same four things when you decide who you're going to invest in? We do. It's part of our due diligence. We look, we are an entrepreneur first, the actual business second type of an organization. Six years ago, I made the determination, I only want to work on projects I want to work on with people I want to work on them with. When I made that decision, this is perhaps another blind spot, (laughs) but if I had made that determination in life earlier, I wouldn't have chased money. I wouldn't have blown money. I wouldn't have been miserable. But since I've done that, it has made the world of difference. But we look at entrepreneur first, and then what is the actual business second? And if you think this is you, then swing by Tip of the Spear Ventures. In the lower right-hand corner, we've got a chat bot. It is a picture of me. And guess who answers each and every chat bot? I do. Somebody (laughs) asked me the other day, I can't believe you called me. And I was like, why not? You entered in your phone number in the chat bot arena. And they said, yeah, but I can't believe I'm talking with you. And I was like, I answer all of them. That's our our culture. That's me leading at the tip of the spear. It's not called leading from the back seat of the car. It's called leading at the tip of the spear for a purpose. So swing by tip of the spear adventures.com. 
enter something in the chat bot. If I'm not up in the air or in a meeting, I'll get with you right away. Your assistant originally reached out to me, and then when I couldn't get a hold of her to let her know about my approval about being on the show, then I sent an email, and you are the one who responded quickly. And so I can vouch for your proactive approach and for your entrepreneur responsiveness. And I heard you say in another show that that's one of your competitive edges too, right? Because the, the larger firms, they, they take time and, and you jump and uh, you've been an entrepreneur yourself. So thank you for taking the time to be on the show and contribute to other entrepreneurs and CEOs looking to take their company to the next level. No, thank you. I had such a great time. So nice meeting you.